Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. You know, there are times where I dredge up every mistake I ever made. I find every failure, every misstep, every mistake. I try not to fall into this trap often, but I certainly do fall in. And this podcast is all about the ways that we can move from regret to resolve. And I'll tell you, it's as much for me as it is for you. It really doesn't pay to keep our head or our hearts in the past. All that does is create a cycle of negative emotions that keep us from leveraging our learnings. As hard as it can be, we can't keep our heads in the past because that robs us of the wondrous future that lies ahead. Regret. Regret focuses on the past. It can be such a negative emotion that focuses on the self in an unhealthy way when we take it to the extreme. You know, it can lead to comparisons that leave us feeling less than worthy, um, defective, or any other number of self-defeating thoughts and feelings. Self-blame, guilt, self-recrimination, you know, they're often components of regret. Now, I want to be clear. All regret isn't a bad thing. Some of it gives us more learning. Some of it gives us more and better insight into ourselves. You know, some of it can inspire us to make better and different choices in the future. It can motivate us to come to deeper levels of self-knowledge. It can help us build a deeper appreciation of ourselves. When we hear that stupid trite phrase, no regrets, you know that's a lie. The only people who can go through life with any regrets are either completely delusional or without any self-awareness at all, or maybe a psychopath or a sociopath, but that's not most of us. It's what we do with our regrets that matters. So I want to give you seven strategies for moving from regret to resolve. And these are things that I continue to work on in my own own life. They all require uh, a high degree of mental toughness and determination. So the first strategy is to acknowledge your feelings. What you feel is real. It's valid. It's data. It doesn't have to define you, nor does it predict your future. These are feelings. They don't command us to act. And feelings, once acknowledged, can be controlled and they can even be changed. Yep, you can change the way that you feel about things. But the first step is to acknowledge your feelings and not to label them as bad. My sister Jeannie says, you feel what you feel. It's just what you feel. You don't label your feelings. It's what you feel. And you don't deny your feelings. So that's the first one. And the second one is we've got to acknowledge the impact of staying in the realm of regret. 
my question for myself is, what am I giving up when I let myself be focused on regret? What am I missing? What am I cheating myself out of? And then I have to ask myself, well, Joanne, is that a price that you want to continue to pay for the rest of your life? And and my answer is no. So it's important to get real with yourself about the costs of ongoing regret, to really get real about what are you, what's the cost that you're paying? And that leads to the third one, which is embracing self-compassion. That means forgiving yourself as many times as you need to. Remind yourself that you are a wonderfully flawed human being who is doing her very best to flourish and contribute to the world. Self-compassion means that you forgive yourself and remind yourself that you're on a growth path. We're all on a growth path. And growth cannot happen without mistakes. Self-compassion helps us accept and acknowledge a mistake and then move forward from it. That's it. That's the heart of self-compassion. Accept it, acknowledge it, and then forgive yourself. The next strategy is perhaps one of my favorites. It's to create positive distractions. Now, look, I'm not saying live in a fantasy or be delusional. I'm saying you need to create opportunities for positive interactions and activities in your life. Find people who will affirm and encourage you. Intentionally seek activities that make you feel good about yourself and your contributions to the world and your contributions to your own life. Creating these positive distractions really can change the trajectory of your life. Instead of looking back with remorse and regret, you'll be looking forward and realizing that you have the power to create something new. And that leads me to my next point. Create new memories. One of the reasons we stay stuck in regret is because we're not busy creating new memories. What are those things you wish you'd done? Well, start doing them or a variation of them. Life is full of the experiences that we create. Yep, there are a whole lot of experience that we didn't create and wish we'd never had. But we have all of this limitless power to create a counterbalance to those things by shaping lives with the memories that are going to comfort us when we reflect and as we grow older. So create new memories and be intentional about the kind of memories that you want to create. Next, one of the things, next strategy for moving from regret to resolve is to list the learnings list the learnings. Buried deeply in the things that we regret are many, many lessons and learnings. Make the time to list what you've learned about yourself, about your responses, about your reactions, about others, and about the world. Make it a point to focus on what you learned and what you can use. So channel your reflective energy so that it is a source of new information, of valuable information. That's what we get out of listing the learnings. Next one is the last one. And that, no, it's really not the last one. It's number seven. I actually have eight for you. So no, this isn't the last one. 
So number seven is to make apologies and amends if you need to. We don't want to wound or damage other people. If you know you've done that, apologize. Be humble and apologize. Don't defend what you said or what you did. Simply offer a sincere apology. Now, that other person may or may not accept your apology. That's not the point. The point is for you to unburden that guilt and show yourself to be sincere by apologizing. It's a way of cleansing yourself and potentially repairing a relationship. Now, here's the last one. Here's number eight. This really is the last one. Reset your mental models. Mindsets are choices. Brains can be retrained. Martin Seligman, the father of positive psychology, says that habits of thinking do not have to be forever. Habits of thinking do not have to be forever. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of self-awareness and mindfulness. It takes dogged determination. But each of us has the power to short-circuit the loops of negative thinking. You've got the power to reset and establish more positive thought patterns that improve your mental and your emotional health. The title is Regret to Resolve. So what are the resolutions that you need to make? I'll tell you, I often have to resolve to stay rooted and grounded in the present. I can't allow myself to ruminate on everything I did wrong in the past, although there are times where it's very tempting. I'm a real good ruminator. I often have to resolve to focus on what went well and what is going well. I also often have to resolve to focus on the learnings, not the mistakes and the missteps. One of the other things that I often have to make myself resolve to do is not to look at where I thought I would be, what I should have done, you know, what I thought I would have accomplished, but to look at, hey, this is where you are. This is pretty darn good, lady. This is what you've done. Let's celebrate that. And these are the things that you will continue to do. So for each of us, it's it's individual. I think each of us is struggling with different regrets. But now start to think about what are the resolutions you can make to keep a positive forward focus and then write down your resolutions. Yep, commit them to paper. This helps to embed them more deeply in your psyche, gives you something positive to look back on. And there's something about the act of writing it down, pen to paper, that physical act. There's something powerful about that. You know, as I wrap this up, I I just want to say this. We have this innate, innate potential for resilience. And I believe we also have this innate capacity to move from regret to resolve. We've got the capacity to liberate our lives mentally, spiritually. We have the capacity to create liberation on so many levels. Yep. It is a choice, but I think it's a choice worth making. Regret 
to resolve. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.